Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of No Year Wrestling. I'm your host, Mark Sylvester. And I thought today, guys, as it's going to be another solo episode, as people like Tony and etc. are all busy and stuff, and because of my job, I work a lot more hours now, so I at least want to do more podcasts for you guys, which then means that, you know, that I have to do some of these podcasts solo, but then it also means that I'm able to, as well, provide more podcasts for you guys. So I want to aim for at least to do one or two podcasts a month for nowadays, just because my hours are quite high now and trying to find time is a bit hard so i thought today guys as like a special thing i might do is because the whole point of no wrestling is to show new fans and non-fans as it were like why wrestling is so good why people enjoy it so much and why we can lose ourselves in the world of professional wrestling so i'm not going to go into too much detail about what i'm going to be talking about but i thought that i'd provide with you guys what five matches i would be like to show a new fan i thought have a bit of variety got a bit of stuff from um, classic WWF, um, new WWE NXT and New Japan and stuff. So I thought I'd put a bit of variety in with my list of matches. But before I begin as well, like this list isn't in any particular order. So this list is just literally the first match to the fifth match. I'm not doing it in like a top five being like, at number five with this match because of this reason because I just thought just listing it in general will be the easiest thing to do because even though some of these matches are fantastic and some of these matches are like oh my god I love this match I'm not really sure what I think about that match or it's a bit hard because one moment I might like that match better other, ma- other night I might like prefer something else and w- one day I might like this match more the other day I might like, like that match more so it's a bit you know that's the thing about wrestling it's always subjective and when you talk about your favourite match it's quite hard for me because I'm like actually I like this match and then I like that match and I was originally going to do 10 but I feel with 5 it'll be the perfect beginner's guide to it and also it's one of those things that if you do like more and then I'll do another episode on my other 5 matches so you can be like alright then so we had these 5 and then I've got other 5 matches to do as well so at least that way it's able to give a bit of variety to you guys as well as for example if no one's ever watched wrestling before and they discover this podcast to kind of know more about wrestling then at least that way they can be like alright then so this guy Mark says I should watch this match and that match and that match and give me some reasons why so yeah i'm gonna go and w- out and watch it so i thought i'll do this for you guys i thought it'd be quite an interesting thing as well to kind of do just to you know entertain you all really so let's begin then shall we so the first match i have on my list of five to show a non or a new fan would have to be the amazing match between kenny omega versus kajuka okada from dominion in 2018 
覚悟はできたのか準備はできているのかああ何を犠牲にしてきたのか全てを。Now, this match is one of the best matches I've ever seen in my life. It's one of those matches that, even though I knew the result of the match, I can still find myself getting really invested in the match, really excited for the match. It's one of those matches that has a really good promo package where it's kind of showing you the build up of the fact of the previous three matches in, in themselves are fantastic. Definite five star matches, each three of the matches were. And also, as well, it's kind of showing you the whole history between Kenny wanting to go for the IWGP Championship, Kenny, like his、um, relationship. Breaking with the Bullet Club, his relationship, then building with、um, Kota Bushi, and it's just the whole thing of how Kota's saying, like, you know, what do you want this for? Like, what do you have to give up? And he was like, everything. And it's just, and it's just a, that build up in itself is really good. And also the matches themselves, like, because it, it's a two out of three falls match for the IWGP Championship. Each of the falls is a completely different match. And I also like the fact as well that even if you've never seen any, any of their other matches before, which you definitely guys should go out and watch because they are fantastic, it's one of those things that you can still enjoy. And still find the amazing nuances in the setting of, of them, just the use of their exhaustion from like the second and the third fall. Like, there's a really cool moment that even if you have seen like the second or third match or the first match, it, even you know, there's like little, little nuances and little like homages back to the matches. Like, there's, there's an amazing spot where、um, Okada is about to give Kenny Omega a rainmaker, but because of how exhausted Okada is, he literally just he can't do it properly, and so he can't connect 100%. Where in the previous match, Kenny Omega was so exhausted, he just literally. Just died on the ground and just like was laying there on the mat, just exhausted, and just stuff like that. Just you know, just just little things, really, as well. Just how, just even as well, the commentary was so good, too. Like Don Callis, like added more to the match, Kevin Kelly did. I loved the whole aspect of how different the managers were because Gado was very like loud and being like, Come on, Rainmaker, come on. And then you had Kota Bushi, was very quiet, very sore, like, All right, I'm gonna help my guy, but then I'm not gonna do too much and stuff. And just you know, just a fantastic match and all. And it's one of those matches that I'm not gonna talk. Too much about it because it's one of those matches you have to go out and watch, go out and see because it is a fantastic match. And my second choice of matches I had on my list was the amazing match between Sasha Banks versus Bailey from TakeOver Brooklyn back in 2015. Bailey, she's really amazing, she's inspired everybody, and she's really nice. Been passionate about this. I see the same drive in the other four horsewomen of NXT. We had the one goal, and it was to change the women's division, not just in NXT, but in WWE. Charlotte's NXT Women's Champion! Ladies and gentlemen, Charlotte! A daily friend forever! Hey! Oh, come on! Becky, what are you doing? Becky! Honestly, think that the NXT universe wants to see a headband wearing little girl as their champion, Bailey? The boss! We have a new women's champion! No. Sasha Banks! Oh, Emma caught the foot. No!、Oh. Boo. Freaking who? Grow up. There's a reason that I'm on Raw and SmackDown and you're not. You want to know the biggest difference between Sasha Banks and Bailey? 
what I've been fighting for for the past two years, I have to sit back and just watch people kind of take my spot, and it's really, really tough to do. But I've been able to kind of gather my thoughts on what I'm really here to do. My number one goal is to become the NXT Women's Champion. Well, Bailey is back. It appears to be healed up. Oh, wait a minute. Now, this match for me is the match that made me a Sasha Banks fan. Well, I liked her before this match, but this is the match that made me go like, this woman's really, really good. She's a fantastic character, fantastic wrestler. And it's one of those matches that I'll be like, if anyone ever asked me to show them a women's match, just be my match of choice. I know they had their really good match at TakeOver Respect in October the same year. But for me, I believe this match is probably their best match and probably one of the best matches on NXT in general. And it deserves all the accolades it received as well. And it's also one of those matches as well, like same thing with all the other matches here. They have such good promo packages. And the fact as well, it's kind of showing the fact that when they went onto the main roster at the time, you only had from the four horsewomen being Sasha, Becky, Bailey, and Charlotte, that only Becky, Sasha, and Charlotte went up and Bailey didn't. And you could kind of see her being like, can't be like, I didn't go up and that sort of stuff. And you can kind of see in, in a way as well on NXT, Bailey going through the other horsewomen to get to Sasha. And then you also have the amazingness of just how Sasha's such a great heel and such a great bad guy towards Bailey's just pure baby face and just how that dynamic as well works really well because it's one of those things in wrestling that I kind of find works really well if you have a proper heel or a proper baby face it adds so much more to the match and it makes everything work more and everything seem more important where when Sasha's being very heelish and working on Bailey's hands so then when Bailey tried to do any moves to try to get the adrenaline back in and you could see her after doing certain moves it's like oh my hands aching and stuff it, it just adds more to it and it makes every other like thing that both of the wrestlers do in the ring just adds so much more to the match and just the amazing moments of the match as well like um, Sasha doing a Tope Con Hero over the referee onto Bailey, and, ju- and just like the amazing reverse Hurricane Rana and just at the fact as well like even though they're in a sense breaking kayfabe just to see them and the crowd going insane for after the match happening and you see the four horsemen together like cheering each other on and stuff it's just really it's such a good match and it's just one of those matches that I believe for me is one of those matches that is one of the reasons 
reasons why I think the women's wrestling, especially in WWE nowadays, has become so much more better and so good. And also as well, by winning the match of the year for NXT as well, it was just really cool that you wouldn't ever believe a women's match could do that because of these two women. It did. And it shows why, for example, Sasha Banks and Bailey are so good at what they do and just how their chemistry together and and how they're able to work off each other as well is so good too. And it's just like, yeah. So if you get a chance to watch this match, I recommend it as well. And then my third match on my list was the amazing match between Ricky Steamboat versus Randy Savage from WrestleMania 3. Gene, I'm amazed at the man's recuperative abilities. He's had an amazing recovery at this point from his uh, initial injuries. I think a lot of that is due to the tremendous heart of Ricky Steamboat and, and certainly the phenomenal physical condition that he is in. From Hawaii, weighing 237 pounds, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Now this is another really good match as well. This is a match that, even though it's over 30 years old, it still holds up a lot. And it's still one of those matches that if anyone wants to kind of look back at older wrestling and go back to wrestling that was like in the 80s slash 90s, this is a match I would show them as well. In itself, the apparent package was really good because it shows the history of the two wrestlers with each other. It shows the fact as well of Ricky Steamboat coming back after being gone for several months via uh, an injury angle by Randy Savage of him doing a really hard move on his neck. And it's also just one of those matches as well that every move counts everything that they do in that ring is really good it's also one of those matches that even though a lot of wrestling at that time is known for being quite slow and quite methodical this match was quite fast and quite um very technical that every single thing like for example um like any false finish or any move that they did to each other added more because it's one of those things well being a very 80s match that they were able to kind of like rather than just going from move to move to move to move to move like 100 miles per hour they were able to make each move count and then able to make each move kind of last and the wrestlers were able to sell it and that sort of thing and also as well it's a match that's inspired a lot of other wrestlers as well and also as well it's one of those matches that I quite like because you also have the very distinctive characters like you have Randy Savage who's a very like over the top quite sort of like character that you would know is always there where with Ricky Steamboat who's very um, quite calm and quite collected and I kind of like that whole dynamic as well it's like two different characters in the ring as well and it's just a great match in general really it's just a match that I would highly recommend that people should watch so yeah guys go out and watch it it's a very good match and then my fourth match on my list was the amazing match between Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa from TakeOver New Orleans in 2018 we are DIY and we will have our moment 
This is like everything that we've ever worked for. Over 12 years. NXT Tag Team Titles, match of the year now. Dream come true. We've traveled the world together for the last 12 years. DIY is us together. Why? I saw you as my brother, my best friend, and I didn't think that was something you were even capable of. You want answers? You did it to yourself, Johnny. Because you're selfish. You're selfish. Are we even gonna talk about the fact that I tore my damn ACL in that match? Oh. DIY was carried by me. It's always been about you, though. It's never been about us. I think that's something you conjured up in your sick, deluded mind, but DIY was something special. I decided, finally, this isn't our moment. This is my moment. When I return, I will be the most dangerous son of a in all of NXT. And then, you weren't there. I need to be Johnny Gargano again. I need to be Johnny freaking wrestling. I thought I had it all figured out, but I didn't. That thought, it kept coming up. And then, bam! Takeover Philadelphia was just the start. You're stupid enough to put your career on the line. If I can't win the NXT Championship, I'll leave NXT. You're selfish. And I wanted you to have your moment. And I wanted to rip it straight from your heart. You cost me my NXT career. You've taken everything away from me. As a man, you can strike me down. He's gone! Gone! But as a symbol, I will live forever. My job is on the line. If I beat you, I get reinstated in NXT. The reason that this match is unsanctioned is because NXT knows what I'm going to do to you. I don't care what happens to me anymore. I'm coming to New Orleans to beat the hell out of you. Take over New Orleans. I take your spirit, your soul, your heart. Johnny Wrestling and everything it stands for ends. I will finally have my moment. This is my moment. 
Now, this match for me was besides the Okada Omega match is my match of the year so far. This match is fantastic. This match has a great promo package showing the history and the rivalry between Gargano and Champa, showing their history together as part of DIY, showing their previous match together when they wrestled in CWC, showing the fact as well that Champa kept on attacking Gargano too much with his crutch. And it's kind of showing that even though Champa was out for several months, you still had to kind of like the lingering in the back of your mind thing alright and when Chum's going to come back when's he going to then start the feud with um, Gargano and then when it did start it just adds and just makes how Gargano's such a good face and how is such a good heel where it just shows how good of a heel that Chumper is where nowadays heels like to be kind of cheered and like liked now and be seen as a cool guy but Chumper was like no fuck that I'm going to be a proper heel I'm going to be someone who everyone hates so it was really cool to have for example um, Chumper come out and he literally came out with no music or anything playing like a lot of wrestlers do nowadays there's always, always music and a bit of fanfare and you had all the crowd just going fuck you Champa fuck you it's like, it's like you know it's just and it's just great to see that kind of thing because it kind of shows that how NXT is more of a, a thing where the hot more hardcore the more sort of smarter and older fans enjoy and it's also cool as well to just to see the fans enjoy it because it's like um, they love good wrestling and they love the fact that they're such a great heel and a great face and also as well the match itself was really cool and really clever where there was a bit of you homages to their feud and their previous match before where you had the use of the crutch where both wrestlers use a crutch from each other like use of the feud a few spots where you had um, Gargano sit next to Champa and be like oh you're out there mate kind of a bit of a homage back to their match in CWC where, where Champa did this thing to Gargano as well and it's also one of those matches too that is like everything about it and even though it's an unsanctioned match it still felt like there was a proper feud between the two of them you could feel like in a sense the hatred between the two wrestlers it's also just one of those matches that um there are just so many great moments and spots in it that you can just enjoy and just love and just appreciate just how when wrestling is good and how when wrestling is done well and how wrestling is done in, in its most basic form a hill and a baby face just how it works so well and, ju- and just and just how um you just have these two amazing characters and just how good NXT is with its storytelling and the way it's booked and how like you had these two and just how both of them just work so well in their roles and just the match in general like just the use of the crutch the use of the moves against each other the use of the fact of like when they do the big moves like every false finish counts like everything that they do the crowd are in the palm of their hands and it's also just one of those matches as well that if people said to me uh, Mark can you tell me a really good match to show them I would show them this match probably probably one of the matches I would show them and besides the other matches and the last match I'm going to talk about in a minute but for me this is probably one of those matches that I would definitely show people just because it has a great promo package it has a great use of heel and baby face and it's just is one of those matches that if you want to know about wrestling 101 this is probably one of those matches that would be perfect honestly so yeah you should also guys go out and watch this match as well a very very good match and then my final match on my list being match number 5 is the amazing match between Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Bret Hart from Wrestlemania 13 imagine for over a decade you fought to reach the pinnacle of your profession through sweat and dedication you've earned the respect of fans friends and even your adversaries then you walk away when you return six months later, nothing is the same. I've been screwed by Shawn Michaels, the boy toy. I've been screwed by Stone Cold Steve Austin. I've been screwed by the World Wrestling Federation. There are no friends. There's kind of a new motto in the World Wrestling Federation. You scratch my back and I'll stab yours. There is no respect. Everybody in that dressing room knows that I'm the best there is, the best there was, 
and the best there ever will be. Even your fans have changed. At the heart of this change is a man who spits in the face of your every accomplishment. Ever since you came back, you ain't done nothing but cry. He has gained fame by attacking you physically and verbally. This man mocks your legacy. He uses it as a stepping stone. Like a false prophet, he spews forth his rhetoric. Red Lord on his best day, can't lace my boots, and I'm gonna prove that to the world. And I will, I will beat the hell out of Brett, and that's the bottom line. His followers carry placards singing his praise. Injustice after injustice has finally caused you to snap. Whoa! Frustrated into the word for it. This is now, the finger is pointed at you. You're the one who's changed. He snapped, McMahon! He's lost it! Get him out of here! Drag him out! Oh, Josh, Josh Tim! Hall of Famer Josh Patterson! That dirty, rotten son of a... They say your ego is your enemy. What happened to you? There's only one solution. To awaken from this nightmare, you must defeat him. To regain your life and resume your legacy, you must make him beg for mercy as you squeeze the will from his bones. But what if Stone Cold Steve Austin wins? What becomes a Brett the Hitman heart then? Now this match as well has a really good promo package building up the way that in a sense that Steve Austin was starting to become more loved and then you have people like Bret Hart who was seen for being such a big face and such a good good guy for so many years and loved by so many different people and you had him kind of going towards more of a heel kind of thing and swearing at like the owner Vincent Mann and being like this is bullshit how the fuck this is happening that sort of thing. Yeah showing you in a sense Bret's downward spiral and towards being a heel and it's also one of those matches as well which if someone ever says to me uh, Mark can you tell me like a time of when like because in wrestling there's, there's a term called a turn which is basically something where a hill turns into a face or a face turns into a hill and it's probably for me the best match that shows you that when there is a turn how it works so well and the fact as well this is one of the first double turn matches ever and it's really cool that you have both Austin turning from a hill to a face and Bret Hart from a face to a hill that it works so well and it just works in the, in the sense as well the match is just really really good like just the way that even when the bell rang you could just see the intensity of both wrestlers wanting to beat the shit out of each other it's almost one of those things same with the Gargano Champa match that it was a blood feud and also as well it's one of those things that it being a blood feud it knew you kind of felt like that these two hate each other so you wanted to see like them beat the shit out of each other and when they do fight into the crowd you can see the crowd getting really excited like yes they're actually fighting in the crowd so it adds more to that as well and also when the moment when um Bret Hart helps Steve Austin blade and then the blood kind of goes towards then the, the carrying on into the match and it just shows just how when they do use the use of blood just how much more it can add to a match where for me like even though it's kind of in a sense a bit weird in a way like for me one of the best moments ever in wrestling has to be the moment where you have um, Steve Austin in the sharpshooter being given to him by Bret Hart and then you have the shot of Austin trying to get out of the move and you can see him writhing in pain and you have the blood coming down his face and I think for me that works really really well because it shows the um, testicular fortitude by Steve Austin and it also shows the sadisticness of Bret Hart 
start to kind of wrench it in and wanting Steve Austin to give up and wanting Steve Austin to quit but then Steve doesn't quit he just passes out which um, adds more and also the fact as well having Ken Shamrock involved adds more to the more combat and the more real realistic mood of the match because he was at the time a uh, former UFC fighter so it adds more to that and it also as well is just just very technically a good match and it's just it's also one of those matches that if anyone ever asked me to show them a Bret Hart match it would definitely be this match and a match he had against Owen Hart for me my two matches are my favourite by him and it's also one of those matches too that there are so many great spots and moments in the match too that it, it's I just kind of feel a bit like there's just really too much to talk about really without kind of going into much detail the match and just becoming more of a review but as a general thing of why you should watch this match I would highly recommend the match because it is really good and it's probably the perfect match of how to show people of a double turn and how a turn can work and how like a turn can do better for both wrestlers where when Austin left he left as a big baby face and then it helped propel him to become a superstar and it's just one of those things too that is just um just something that if you guys could enjoy it I would say definitely watch it and definitely seek out any of these five matches because for me these five matches are the matches that I would show anyone who used to be a fan kind of being like but maybe I'm not sure if I want to become a fan or not it's just one of those matches that's just like um you just have to watch and just enjoy and just be like yep these matches are really good I can see why Marcus decided on these matches I can see why they're quite distinctive and how they are and that sort of thing as well because it's just and it's one of those things that you should just enjoy wrestling and just enjoy wrestling for what it is and but there are so many other matches I would tell you guys to watch and seek out and stuff that you guys should enjoy but these five matches are definitely the five I would highly recommend the most it's kind of a bit of a variety because I feel with wrestling it's one of those things that you should give someone a variety slash what they like like for example someone might like a more technical match someone else might like a more high flying match someone else might like a more sort of hardcore slash stipulation match so so you kind of have to kind of use knowledge of wrestling in its sense to kind of be like all right then so this person likes this match so then then let them know what matches they should watch and that sort of thing so yeah so i would definitely say guys seek out these five matches and hopefully let me know guys what other matches i should include on my list and you know if you guys are new or a new fan you might watch any of these matches like what did you think of them like what do you think of of example of the okada omega match or the sasha bailey match like what did you guys think of them you know let me know like you know because i want to help build and create a community of wrestling fans and show people as well why it's amazing like i know i made jimmy into a fan and I kind of feel like I'm kind of turning Tony more into a fan but I want to get you guys involved and get you guys to be like alright then Mark I like this match but I didn't really like this match as much but I like that match but what other matches do you have? Overall I just want to build up and to create a great wrestling community and to make it stronger and bigger as wrestling is becoming bigger and stronger in general too so enjoy wrestling pretty much guys and love it as much as we all do good old wrestling! So that guys was my five matches I would show a new slash non-fan to get into it or maybe someone who's a bit of a fleet fan to really get into wrestling and you know also as I said before guys let me know in the comments below what you guys think of my choices slash what you guys would show people and also guys don't forget to subscribe to me on iTunes, Stitcher and Podbean as well as to um, like me on Facebook and to follow me on Twitter and that my friends was Know Your Wrestling I've been your amazing host as always Mark Sylvester, take care as always guys and always remember it's real to me damn it Thank <laughs> you.